you know, if the rich do something, I should too. It's probably the dumbest thing I've heard this week. But for the grand scheme over the past few years, I've heard that statement and it's ridiculous. I'm going to use that, that statement and I'm going to give you an example. LeBron James, professional basketball player, if you don't know. It's been reported a few years ago that, that LeBron James spends over a million dollars on his body. He's a basketball player, so he needs to invest in his body, right? So trainers, therapists, masseuses, dietitian, chef, nutritionists, uh, sleep therapists, strength and conditioning coaches. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So because LeBron James spends over a million dollars on his body every year, does that mean I have to also to be in tip-top shape? The answer is no. He's a professional basketball player. He's in a different league than I am. So when someone says, oh, a billionaire does this, and this is why you should too... This is the Personal Finance Made Simple podcast, and here we believe that everyone can take control of their money, but personal finance should not be, and it is not complicated, and you deserve to live without money stress. I am your host, your financial coach, your money coach, Dan Roman. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for tuning in to the podcast, to the show. I greatly appreciate it. If you haven't slowed down for a moment and reviewed and subscribed to this podcast, please do so. And also be sure to share your favorite podcast with your friend, with your neighbor, your coworker, your aunt, your uncle, your cousin, whomever you think will need the information that we're talking about. Share this podcast with them so that they can gain what you're gaining from this. In the show notes of this podcast episode, you'll find all my social accounts as well as my email address. If you have a question, email it to me, give me as much information as you're comfortable sharing, and I would love to answer it. We live in a time where we can get anything from any website, YouTube, Google, Instagram, TikTok, like the options are endless. And the information seems to be even beyond that. Like you can find hundreds of thousands of pieces of content on social media or posts. You can find hundreds of thousands, of, if not millions of articles on Google. You can find video after video after video on YouTube. And for every video you find that you agree with, you'll find another one that goes against exactly what it is you believe in. And first and foremost, we all have those inner things that live within us that we're able to decide between right and wrong, good and bad. Some of us don't have that, and so we do bad shit. Some of us do have that and we seek out good shit and we avoid bad shit and bad people. Now, this podcast episode, I'm going to dedicate towards all of the educational material that we find out there right now on personal finance, on money, on wealth, on whatever catchphrases people want to use, the secrets, the tips, the hacks, the what the wealthy do. And I want to specifically dedicate this podcast episode to all financial educators on social media that are 
people of color. And I want to educate all of them, as well as you, the consumer, right? The person taking the content and using it and learning from it. How that hurts people of color. Now, I'm not saying that a person of color should not be providing financial education on social media. Because I am myself a person of color. What I'm saying is we have to be mindful of the information being shared on social media by people of color and how that specific information by the person of color impacts other people of color. I'm going to just dig deeper so you can fully understand. Not all advice is good advice. And just because a person of color said to do something or said that they did something doesn't mean that you should. And it doesn't mean that it applies to you. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes of this podcast episode about a a full blog article that I wrote about this because I think you can get more from the blog than you can from here. But because I'm so passionate about it, I want to give you the audio clip in this podcast to go with the writing that I wrote on the blog. So on Medium, I'm going to link the article below for you to tap into it. But as a person of color myself, and overall, people of color have made like big moves in their own personal journeys with money and their legacy building with money understanding and redefining what all of this means for them and their families, overcoming obstacles, overcoming the level of entry required for a person of color to be here. Now, earlier I mentioned because of all of these sources of education, all of these sources of information, we have more available to us than at any other time before. And I think that's incredible. I think that like in the future, my daughter can learn stuff from YouTube, from Google without even having to go into school for it and be great at it. And this goes for all of our children. We now have a choice. We have options because of how much information is available to us at, at the tip of our finger, at the tips of our fingers. Now, what hurts me today is that the power of social media, the influence of it is It misguides us. And I'm not just talking about people of color here. I'm talking about everyone. We're all in this boat. Man and woman, however you identify sexually, whether if you're heterosexual or not, if you're married or single, black, white, brown, um, if you are from London or China or India or Australia or America or Central America or South America or Africa, it doesn't matter where you're from. These influences impact all of us. And it hurts because all we hear are all these tips and tricks and hacks on what you need to do and what you have to do to get this and get that. And I'm tired of it. Most of of this information is spread by big accounts that have a lot of followers. So you, being on social media, 
let's say you have 300 followers and you follow a person that has, I don't know, 100,000. You think this person is credible. You think this person knows what they're talking about. So you are going to replicate, copy, do exactly what they did or what they're telling you to do. Regardless of what the information is. That's very dangerous, especially in an area of money. Now, I don't want to just talk about one particular profile or person or account. Like, this is all throughout social media. There's millions of accounts out there that are misleading us, the, the consumer, the watcher. They're misrepresenting facts. They're taking advantage of their own demographic. And this is why I say financial education on social media by people of color hurts people of color. Because while people of color have made huge strides to improve their footing in society, to prove that they belong, to to reclaim their space that oftentimes has probably been taken away from them, to showcase their voice, to establish themselves in whatever industry or piece of society they're in. The reason why I say that this content hurts people of color is because it's providing information that's hurtful financially to that person of color. We all know someone that um, we look up to, whether it's personally or a celebrity or someone famous or even on social media, right? And um, let's say, for example, I am from Puerto Rico. Let's say, not, I'm sorry, I'm Puerto Rican. My parents were born and came from Puerto Rico to the United States. But let's say there is a Puerto Rican man or woman, I'm using an example, and they're known for something, right? They're famous for something. And I look up to them, right? That's my role model, right? That's like my hero, my idol. I hate to use the word idol, but some people use that term. Unknowingly, because I'm such a big fan of this person, I'm going to try and replicate some of what they do to see if I get the same results, right? That's why the influencer is a thing on social media. They influence other people to behave or act in a certain way. They influence people to behave in a certain way. They influence people to act in a certain way or to do certain things in order for the influencer to get paid. It doesn't matter who they are. They're simply just out to sell you something, to sell us something. Now, these people of color on social media providing financial education these men and women are preying on the very people that look just like them. Because if you're a person of color, man or woman, or however you identify, and you have a following of other men and women that look just like you and have the same kind of skin tone as you or shade of black or brown, they look up to you. You're their influencer. So that means that they're going to replicate all of the things you say or all of the things you've done in hopes of getting the same result. And it doesn't happen that way. 
especially in this area of money and finance where social media has exploded the the industry where everyone just wants to get rich and be successful overnight. They don't seem to understand these influencers, these, these individuals with large followings, that they're being predatory. And they're preying on their own people. When if that behavior was done to them by a person who was not of color, they are ready and prepare to fight and call that out. So how is it any different? Now, in my article, I reference a specific account and a specific piece of content that kind of just blew up for me. Like it broke, it, it, the straw that broke the camel's back. But regardless, it's not about the one individual or the one account. This is across the board. Black, brown, and tan people are being hurt by this content all the time. The content creator doesn't see, they don't realize that they're not just a social influencer. They're a potential role model for a black, brown, or tan man or woman growing up. The information is hugely misleading, despite the fact that when you read the comments of these posts on social media, you find other people of color praising and applauding the misinformation being shared like it's some secret that no one else knew, but this one person exposed it. So now we're all just going to grow rich and successful in, in 30 days. Point blank period, a lot of what it's shared is dangerous. I'm going to just categorize it with that one word. It's dangerous. It's financially dangerous. And we work too hard to just piss our money away or burn it away. Because somewhere, somehow, someone will use their home as collateral for a loan and then use that money given to them in a loan for some extremely risky investment, lose the money, lose their home in the process, and put themselves much further back than where they started. Someone would take out a loan to try some risky thing that somebody shared on social media, lose their money, and not be able to pay that money back. Put their life, their livelihood, their safety, their security, their family, if they have one, at jeopardy. Or maybe you watch the content and you buy a bad insurance product, like whole life insurance or index universal life insurance. Simply because the person might have been endorsing it. Endorsing, meaning they were getting paid to influence you to buy. So you have to be careful. Or maybe they're just simply trying to sell a course. They're trying to sell something. And I'm all for people starting something and charging for it. I'm all for uh, ethical capitalism, right? We're all capitalists. So if you think you're not, you are. Um, but beside the point here, it's, it's not about the influencer on social media having something to sell. It's more having to do with how they acquire it, 
how they go about it. Now, removing any one particular account or example, I just want you to know that there is no shortcut to where you want to go. If you want to be successful, there's no shortcut. If you want to be wealthy, there's no shortcut. It takes time, it takes work, and it requires discipline. And you will fail, and you will mess up, and you might buy something you can't afford, so it's going to set you back financially. And you might lose your job, so you'll have to live off of you know savings for a while. There's going to be hiccups in the road that happen. It's no like straight line path. On this content, this financial education on social media, like it, you know, it it hurts to see the person create it, and then it hurts again to see people in the comments react towards it, like that's their next move. And if you're educated on certain things and you know it's dangerous, like why would you try it? Like why would you encourage somebody to smoke cigarettes, or why would you encourage somebody to do cocaine? Or meth, or uh, be addicted to pain painkillers. Why would you encourage that? But if you look at some of the comments of the, the most ridiculous financial content out there, there's fire emojis underneath. There's diamond emojis. You know the fire emoji, pretty much saying like, "Yo, this this content is crazy fire. Like it's crazy good." The diamond emoji, like, "Oh my gosh, this is a diamond in the rough." It's extremely valuable. This is priceless content. Or hashtags, like hashtag game. Like the person creating the the information is putting us on to something that no one else wants us to know. And us, the consumer, we don't see the hidden agenda. We can't read between the lines. And because we simply just let the information we see influence our behavior and how we think, we think that person is honest, doing the right thing. Often remember, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. There's no such thing as a free lunch. And there is no secret to anything. And if there is a secret, the only secret is implied is you educate yourself. The best tool, the best defense to foolishness is being knowledgeable. In 60 seconds or less, anyone including myself, on social media can influence how you think and behave. How dangerous is that? More times than not, the content, which is bold and in your face, it simply just leads you to a sales funnel for you to buy some course, some ebook, some book, some master class or mastermind or some bullshit. That doesn't give you anything when you're done. And it kind of leaves you where you started, except you're out whatever it costed you for the time you put into the freaking thing or the money spent. It's time to wake up. The unfortunate part is that a lot of these influencers and people with large followings, they don't. They just don't grasp the type of influence they have and how it hurts people. And they think that they can just outsmart their stupidity. Now, 
because we live in a society where followers means credibility and followers are currency, I put you to the test. Now, in my blog article, I reference a particular account and I compare that person's account to mine. And, you know, as of, as of this recording, I have just under 700 followers. But if I were to put my profile and my financial content up against someone with 13,000 followers or 100,000 followers or a million followers, chances are you're going to trust them more than you trust me. Unless you know me personally, unless you fully understand my message and what I stand for, unless you agree with my information and, 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 and how it works. But there's a good chance you're going to take their advice over mine because they appear to be more legitimate than me. I have just under 700 followers. They may have 700,000 followers. I mean, try to, try to put yourself in my shoes. It's hard for me to compete with someone that is, their profile picture is sitting on top of a Lamborghini or... You know, they're sitting, they're sitting in a vault full of cash or they're holding up 10 Rolexes. Like, it's hard for me to compete with someone like when they have that profile picture. Am I right? But the truth is, is we're brainwashed by social media to think that someone with 100,000 followers knows more and is more trustworthy and credible than me with just under 700. A lot of the, well, not a lot, most of their content is indirect, with unsolicited advice, and their educational content walks the line of bad math, outrageous claims, and bold promises to support their point of view and to support the influence of our thoughts and behaviors. Most times, the content lacks major, major context, a thorough explanation of what's being talked about, And in some instances, it's borderline illegal or it is illegal. Wealth building is a slow, boring process. You put money into a 401k, you put money into a Roth, you buy some stocks, mutual funds, index funds, you invest in real estate, you start a business, then sell it. Like building wealth is a slow process. It's not an overnight thing. But we're allergic to the simple and the boring because we think that in order for us to win with money, we have to be flashy, complicated. And it's just not true. Money doesn't have to be complicated in order for us to win. Strategies don't have to be complex in order for us to win. As the follower, you're motivated to do Something you wouldn't otherwise do because you believe that the account that you follow has some secret that you don't. And oftentimes these accounts are, are you know, the videos are bold. It's, it's very well created. This person is very charismatic and they have a lot of energy and they're very influential. So don't get caught up. I'm going to conclude this episode with a few things so that you don't get caught up. First and foremost, remember that these accounts post for likes and to, and to go viral. That's their goal. Second, because it worked for them or they claim they work for them doesn't mean it'll work for you. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't do something. 
But I'm also saying, <laughs> be careful. <laughs> Keep in mind that the content is just to grab our attention. Be bold. Be audacious. You're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling. They have less than two seconds to influence you to stop and listen. So watch out for those headlines. It's made that way for a purpose. I've referenced this already, but wealth is built over time, not in one day. It doesn't happen quickly. It will not happen overnight. Be very careful with the type of content you consume. If if the person looks 17 years old and they're on TikTok giving you investing advice or money advice, I mean, come on, that person hasn't been through life yet to know. Be sure to play your game. Wherever you are right now, play your game. There's people out there telling you what to do and how to do it. And if you don't understand, don't put money into it. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. I said it earlier. It's an old saying, but it still works. Look at what the person is offering. Are they trying to sell you something at the back end? In some cases, they simply just want to sell you the course, the book, the whatever. So their hope is that the bolder they can be up front, the better likelihood it is that you'll buy. And whether or not you learn anything is questionable. So be mindful of that. I started off by saying in this episode that we all have a core set of beliefs. And for the most part, those beliefs will hold us through the good times and the bad times. So if the content that you're consuming on social media, if you understand it and it holds true to your beliefs and chances are you're okay however there are instances where what you believe and what you consume even though it matches still is misguided by something for example um cryptocurrency or whole life insurance like that's gonna just lead to wealth and it's not it's proven to not so if you believe crypto in your heart and whole life insurance is the way to wealth and you consume content that supports that, then you might think to yourself, well, it, it all aligns, it all matches, so I should be good. And the truth is that you're not. Simply because you're misunderstanding what those things you're putting your money into is all about. So there's also, you have to be mindful that if you think you know everything, you don't. Because I don't know everything. I'm consistently, daily studying and researching even concepts and things that I already know just to understand that maybe something hasn't changed or a law hasn't been passed to update this, this whatever it is that it is. So surround yourself around education. And I challenge you to surround yourself around opposing views that don't match what you agree to so that you can learn other people's perspectives. Another thing to look out for is a lot of the content that is the most disturbing when you look at it, it talks badly about proven investment strategies like 401k, a Roth, real estate, and it puts down those things so that you buy into like a cryptocurrency or a whole life insurance or index universal life insurance. That's terrible advice and you need to run like fast. Do your research. And verify what you find. Understand that all investments have risk. Understand that an insurance policy is not an investment. 
and an investment is not an insurance policy. Those things are separate. Whole life insurance does not bring you to wealth. It doesn't bring you to wealth. I'm getting sick and tired of it. And all these whole life insurance sales reps use stupid arguments to claim that it does. It does not. As a matter of fact, recently it was it was shared with me on social media. Uh, a study was done back in 2016 by the Federal Reserve on uh, consumer personal personal finance. And the more wealth you build, insurance becomes less and less and less and less part of the picture. Meaning, you don't build wealth through insurance. If you don't understand a money move or an investment move, do not act quickly. Be slow, be conservative, and surround yourself around individuals or paid professionals that you feel can provide education and insight around the investment so you can fully understand what you're getting yourself into. into. Learn from your mistakes. Learn from the mistakes of others. And lastly, personal finance. (laughs) It's a really big umbrella, and underneath it, there's a lot of things. Personal finance is personal to you. So earlier I mentioned, you know, playing your game, run your race. Like, don't do something that a billionaire does because you're not a billionaire. I'm not doing anything that a billionaire does. That's a different level of money. That's a different level of thinking. That's a different level of advisors and consultants and paid professionals that you need at your disposal 24 7 365 like why why would i move and behave like a billionaire think about that okay episode is over please leave a review anywhere you listen to podcasts the more you rate the more you review it's going to allow other people to see what we have going on the community we're building and the difference we're trying to make in personal finance as a reminder this podcast is no way a distribution of tax legal or investment advice the personal finance made simple podcast is for general education purposes only any and all information I provide is strictly for that reason. I have, I have and will continue to provide an educated opinion. Lastly, I have not evaluated your financial snapshot, portfolio, or risk assessment. As a reminder, the status of your money is based on the decisions you make with it. So, why are you not taking your personal finances personal? <laughs>